There's a big ball on the horizon, and it's only slightly less terrifying than the collapse of the planar verse. We are thankful for the guidance of Hell's number one dad. Take a peek at some holes on this week's episode of Mercenaries in Retrograde. We're just gonna skip through dinner because it was just pleasantries and you know getting to meet the rest of the staff and all that fun stuff um, it was really good dinner though oh yeah it was you've never had this meal before uh none of no one but celeste has because you guys are all from the primary primary plane um but uh it's like a it tastes like chicken, but, like, it's not chicken. It's, like, this, like, weird beast that you can't remember the name of what it was. Um, but they're native to this uh, circle. Um, I'm smart. Are you sure I don't remember? It was the dodo bird, I guess. I don't fucking know. I didn't yeah. think about this. Yeah. A dodo bird? Yeah, you ate the dodos. I, feel like, I, like that. I feel like there's a lot of bone marrow happening. Like, oh, that's yeah. just, like a, like, a common, like, a fun, common snack. Uh, yeah, and it's um, really cool. That, that and uh, black pudding, too, with blood, 100%. Um, Is it just, like, a regular British food? Yeah, but it's it's made yeah, with blood. And British people are from hell. <laughs> we've, we've been new. I mean, you do have a British accent. You know what, you're, you know what, you know what? <laughs> You got me there. <laughs> I did get okay. you there. Um, yeah, it's it's very it's a very good uh, meal. Um, and after dinner, uh, you all uh, have been escorted up to uh, Asheroff's office because um, he's going to fill you in on pretty much everything that's been kind of going on. That you just you've been touring the house, and he didn't want to get in the way of that, but uh, he wants you guys to start to be prepared. Um, uh, I think Celeste is the only one who came up here before. Yes. Uh, so, uh, as you guys, uh, file into his office, it's, it's a nice little cozy space. Uh, you see, like, there is a door behind where his desk and chair is, um, and the door has, like, glass, uh, windows, and you can see, like, that has direct access to the giant library that is in with this, within this house, um, and uh, there's, like, a few, like, little desks, but not desks, there's a few, like, little chairs and, like, a coffee table um, that has, like, uh, some water already set down for you guys if you want some. Um, and you're free to sit down. Uh, and he kind of, he kind of moves to his desk uh, and takes out some files um, and is kind of, like, waiting for you all to get settled uh, before he gets into the business. Um, open down that water. <laughs> I you think chug it? I don't chug it. <laughs> the way you said it sounded like you were just gulping it all down at once. I'm a gentleman. I'm sipping it. <laughs> I'm also sipping I think, it, but because I'm scared of Celeste's dad. I think Celeste can see that her dad is kind of in like business mode, and I think she automatically also goes into business mode. So she's like. Sitting up very straight. She's like, she's got her water and everything, but she's like, she's like zoned in. This isn't something that she has a 
ton of practice with, but she definitely, before she left was starting to, you know, go to like meetings and with councils and whatever. And so she's immediately clicked back into like, oh, this is business. Yeah, uh, you can, you definitely like recognize this on your father's face. Usually when you have talks in here, he's, he keeps it a little bit more casual, but it's very much like he's putting on his very practiced business front. Um, you see, he even like adjust his glasses, which is kind of like a tell to you that he's like getting into the zone. <laughs> oh, as, I love him. As he, like taps uh, the files down on his desk before like laying them flat. Um, and he kind of turns to you all and is like, so there are holes that are being torn through hell. Um, so the problem here, right, is that they are full of radiant energies, but they are not portals to Celestia. But when, when they rip open, they're like these big holes of dark matter. Um, this like it looks like there's nothing there and then nothing ever was there. They're just empty. Um, nobody has gone into these tears because we really don't know where they lead. Um, but the tears have kind of their own, I don't want to say defense mechanism because I'm not sure if that's what it is, but creatures emerge from these holes in the plane. They're these spindly humanoid, but slightly off-center. Like, for example, there's been some humanoids with very long fingers, some with necks that kind of are so long that the head kind of is tilted slightly. Mm. Uh, yes, they're, they're very unpleasant. Um, but they, they don't have any distinguishing features beyond the silhouettes. They kind of have that same quality that the rips in the plane do uh where it's just inky blackness where they stand um like weird kind of sh shadow creatures yes yes i would i would say something like something akin to that there's we from our discoveries on them we don't know or recognize them as any corrupted creatures they don't seem like they are creatures from hell that have been altered they don't seem like honestly creatures from the prime material plane either um they're something else entirely um they they are able to be disposed of um like we we, we have teams that kind of go throughout well right now we have teams that are keeping track of the rips that are here there are three um in total uh the first one opened up in the fifth circle um that was the first one it's been there for at least three months or oh. so oh i'm i'm so sorry uh sorry six months ago uh was when that one happened it's it's we heard about it about three months ago, because Charles did not tell anyone about this. Um, so that one is pretty, pretty bad. Um, uh, it's quite... mm. Sorry, a question for Mac. Um, how yes. long after I left was that? Oh, that wasn't too, too long after that. Um, 
how long were you out before the campaign started? It was only like a few months, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, it's it's like a few months after you left. Okay, so I don't have any reason to believe this was my fault, right? No, no. It's cool, cool. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> um, yeah, no. And I do, but I do think Celeste also speaks up to ask. Um, I'm I'm sorry. Are, are they hostile? Are they are, are they hurting people? So, yes and no. The main problem with them is that they rip into our plane and then they start to expand. So the one that is in the fifth circle, the one that has been there the longest, is kind of I don't want to say consuming because that's not the proper word for it but it is taking up space it has demolished half of a building at this point it's like when oh. when when it tears open it just starts to take it, it they, the things don't even like fall into it it's just when it gets to that point everything that was there just is gone now so um, is is it like i'm tell me if i'm wrong i'm not a I am a medical person, but I'm also not. Is it like a virus? No, I, I, I'm not an expert on the rips themselves. Um, there are people in the uh, eighth um, circle who kind of have a better grip on it. The eighth circle also does have a tear in it. Um, it's it's the fifth, the eighth, and the second have the tears at the moment. Um, we'll want to speak with. Um... The people who do who do know about these things as well, um, if yes. if be arranged. That's kind of part of the reason the ball is going to be put on. Okay. Um, uh, I can go back to answering questions in a second, but I'll, I'll explain this. Since yes, no, I'm sorry. No, it's it's quite all right. Um, so what is happening to Hell is also happening to Celestia at the same time. Only instead of it being quote-unquote, powered by the radiant energy. It's powered by hellish energy that is ripping these tears through uh, Celestia as well. So the ball is both for all of the lords of hell and the king of hell to be in one place so we can discuss how to handle this. And um, that's also a reason why I'm gr very grateful that you all came back, um, since you are kind of the only adventuring party from the prime material plane that has been in correspondence with us and has been dealing with planar energy mishaps you guys are kind of like the best people to go to um so uh for that it is great that you're back because now you can help us with this front we have a few teams um that are out at the moment uh surveying the like the tears at the moment and there's also a one or two teams, I don't remember how many they sent out, of people who are keeping track of all of the circles of hell to see if there's one going to open and see if they can stop it before it tears. Um, so the, the ball itself is for us to all commune and also for um, emissaries from Celestia to come join us so that we can have a civilized discussion about this because obviously Less you know about the tensions between our two planes. Um, yes. We need to be very civil in this discussion because we do not need to start a war um, in the middle of all this. 
Um, <laughs> you know, only fun things. Um, <laughs> but yes, um, that is kind of in part why we are doing that. To answer more questions about the tears themselves, I wouldn't say it's like a virus. It's, I guess, in a way, it could be because there are. It is hostile in the way that there are creatures that emerge from it. The creatures themselves are, they're dangerous, but they are hand, we're able to handle them and subdue them. Um, we can't really experiment on the bodies or do any analyses of where they might be from because the corpses kind of dissipate. Um, and they're hostile in the way that as they get larger and start taking up more space on our plane, bigger things emerge from it, and it's more dangerous the larger mm -hmm. they are. Um, which is interesting, because it does not feel as though, at least I haven't encountered any of them, but from the meetings, I've been in multiple meetings about all of this. Um, from what I've gained is the creatures themselves don't really have much sentience. Um, interesting. Like, they know how to fight, and they know how to try to survive, but it, there's no, like, overarching goal that it feels like they have, um, which is why this whole thing is so concerning, because we, one, don't know how to close it, and two, they just want to fight. Uh, yes, Simon. Okay, I got, I got two thoughts. One thought, or one, one thought is a question. What do the creatures do? And the other, the other thought... It's sort of like this this big picture, big picture thinking. So we got we got celestial creatures over here. We got hell creatures in celestial. What are the and we don't know where what these things are connected to. What are the odds that whatever is puppeting these things? Because clearly they're being puppeted. They're like like bees being in one big hive mind, and the the queen bee. What if their queen bee is just starting to make trouble between hell and celestia and, and start a war? That because is we also got. We also got this prophecy that says if one of them falls, the other one's going to fall. So, the so, war, falling, thing making, thing, war. You, you, seeing, you seeing my picture? I, I, <laughs> I, I, do, I do see what you're, you're picturing. <laughs> However, to, I, I will answer your second question first because that kind of has me gone. It's not necessarily that something is, something is putting it here, but the way that it is being done is not an it's not like an energy output that is being put here like usually when there's some planar interactions like if uh you know celeste goes to the prime material mm -hmm. plane there's some planar input between the both of us we get a little bit more prime material energy and they get more hell energy and it balances out as mm -hmm. it should but there is that exchange mm -hmm what these tears are are a void hmm. oh. of the energy just pure um, input yes or i guess in this case well, pure yeah output um and the reason i or at least we believe that it's not a separate plane is one there's no energy so it would be mm -hmm. weird or you know and two the fact that it is happening between both Hell and Celestia isn't necessarily the fact that it could be, you know, a political uh, 
machination and more just the fact of the matter that our two planes are sister planes. So when one starts to collapse, so does the other. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so we don't know if something happened to Celestia's energy that started to kick this into gear, or if it was something that happened with our energy that started to kick this into gear. But something happened which expediated the beginnings of the collapse of our two planes. And that instability is what is leading to this. And that instability is extremely crucial in figuring out where it came from so that we can start to try and stop more rips from forming. Mm -hmm. But again, we don't really know the nature of all of this, so we don't know how to get there. Right. Um, yes, this is a very, very concerning thing. It makes sense that the prophecy would say, you know, if, if one of mm-hmm. us falls, we both fall because that is true. Um, and it would also make a lot of sense if that prophecy then goes on to, you know, detail the rest of total plane of collapse. Because, unfortunately, that's where it feels like we are headed, which is not great. Okay. Um, right. Um. Is there, I suppose, any sort of plan of attack or or, or, or direction that, that we have to so, go here? So for right now, we are trying to learn the best that we can about these tears. Um, actually, give me one moment. And, like, you see he, like, pulls out, like, this little, like, it looks like a hologram uh, contraption, and he like types some things into it, and then flips it around for you guys to see. Um, and it's an actual visual of one of the tears. Uh, this looks like uh, Celeste. You would recognize this as the eighth circle of hell. Um, it looks like mm-hmm. an office building to the rest yeah, of you. Yeah, it does. <laughs> That's beautiful. Um, and there's just like this big voided hole in the middle. It looks like it has taken like half of a cubicle and like it completely taken over another cubicle. Um and there's like caution tape completely around it. And you are able to see to like the edges of this tear. It's not like a clean it's not like a clean like circle. It does look like there was like a rip, a tear, even like a slight like you know when like you burn paper and like mm. there's like that like outline that's like that like deep color that's kind of what this looks like it looks like it just started to just erode or burn away that's kind of the best you can make out of what this looks like um and yeah so he's like we have uh like i said earlier uh we have multiple teams researching and trying to figure out the best way to stop it um there are two teams two or one i'm not positive they've numbers change every day, um, but that are currently going throughout all of the circles to see where there might be things that pop up. There's any, like, patterns. Yes, Simmons. Sorry, you can continue your thought. I'm just, I just put my hand up so that you know that I have a thought and have okay. a simmering on it. You can continue. Alright, um, uh, and trying to find patterns, trying to find anything that we can use to our advantage at the moment while we wait for the ball to come up that's happening in a few, um, I guess, a week or so from now. Um, 
so that we all have the most information that we can. I know that from our negotiations between Celestia, they also have a team over there that has been taking care of things. Um, it's a little bit more difficult there because the political structure is not built the same. They're not really hierarchical like we are. They kind of all have their own sort of circle, perhaps. I'm not sure what they call them over there. It's different, but, you know. There's not someone that they answer to um, overall. Uh, but we are both working on finding why things are happening. If you guys have any thoughts, like if anything weird has been happening beyond what you've already told us on the Prime Material Plane, I'd love to know. Yes, Simon, you have raised your hand even higher. <laughs> yeah, because, because my thought is relevant to the question that you just asked. Um, here's a thought, here's a concept, another another uh, spaghetti noodle on the wall. Have, have we considered that so, so plane Planes disbalanced. Disbalance in the planes. Energy where it's not supposed to be. Is it possible that it's just the amount of celestial energy that's in hell and the amount of hell energy that's in celestia is actually just eroding the plane? Because that looks like it. there's a hole being burned in your office is what it looks like. Yes, so I I believe that is something to it has something to do with that. But Nothing has happened in our plane, the, the sister planes of Hell and Celestia. Nothing has happened specifically in us that would begin the imbalance mm -hmm. that would cause this. Which is why we believe there's an outside force that might have ticked one of us. Which then, like for example, if, if you were to take hell, like a good chunk of hellish energy and put it somewhere else, we would take on more celestial energy, right? And then they would more hell energy, and then it'd be this push and pull. You look concerned, right? Yeah. Yes? I got a thought. I got a thought. I think we're having the same thought, Simon. I'm sure you're, I'm sure we all having the same thought. If you're also having a thought, Algernon, um, we had a bit of an issue on the material plane with a, with a fae fellow from the Feywild. Um, mm -hmm. doing some funky, mysterious mm -hmm. shit with. I'm so sorry, I forgot to put my uh, sending stone on what on, on silent. <laughs> I'm getting texts from Irvin. What oh, you meeting? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I'd have to look over my nose, but I think he had some. He was doing something with. Uh, moving energies around where they shouldn't go. If someone in the party or perhaps some mystical force watching over us all wants to confirm or deny this fact. I was gonna say, if I am remembering correctly, and I don't really take notes, so please tell me if I'm wrong, <laughs> um, but I, I believe that he was taking, like, Celestial, he was moving energies around. I wanted to say he was putting Fey energy into Celestia, and it was causing a major imbalance between all of the planes. Do you want, can you just do me a. Oh god. We'll do a history check with advantage. Okay, I'm, I'm intelligent with advantage. Okay. Okay, that's a 17. You know that he was 100% doing that. You also know that the reason he was able to do that is because you gave him Benvolio Ace's feather. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
but it isn't my fault. No, it kind of is your fault. It's my fault, <laughs> but it is my fault. You I was given those her. beans. See, I, I, Henry, was remembered this fact, but I wasn't sure if I was right or not. No, I, yeah. I remembered this. <laughs> I. Uh... And and you also remember that when you killed him. He had been more celestial than you recalled earlier in your time knowing him. Yeah. And to that note as well, when uh, Astroth says, like, as you're, like, having these thoughts, Astroth said that the tear could have happened between eight to six months ago in, uh, in the fifth uh, circle. You know that is also around the time that you gave the feather over. Oh no! How do I tell Celeste's dad that this is my fault? I'm honestly just so relieved it's not my fault. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be me. I thought it was gonna be a No, thing. I knew it was gonna be me. I'm good. Algernon, Algernon looks like that one meme where the guy's like sweating a little bit and then it zooms over to his wife who's looking at him and then it zooms back over to him and he's like drenched in water <laughs> yeah except the wife is simon and also celeste because <laughs> celeste is also <laughs> exactly <laughs> celeste and simon kind of just have that like slow turn <laughs> to Algernon, who's just completely drenched, drenched in sweat <laughs> Oh, no, and Luna's buddy. just sitting there like I'm not following any of this but that's okay my love my light oh she's perfect yeah um, I think he just like takes out a pen and like writes some stuff down after you tell him that uh, that's good to know um, that is, could definitely be the cause of the instability for sure um so that's good to know that it came from the celestial side of it. <sighs> All right. Um, do you have any... This is going to be a weird thing to say, but do you have any evidence of this? Hey, didn't he tat you? I don't know. <laughs> he did tat me. <laughs> that's our evidence. <laughs> he turns to his daughter. Do you have blood? Is what I'm asking. Well, of course, yes. From, from this oh, creature. Yes, I do. Yes. Thank you. Can I have it? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I hand over. I, I I think I have like a couple vials of it. Yeah. Um. I, I just hand, I hand all of it over to him. I'm like oh, all of it. Cool. Yeah. If he if if he doesn't need, I I figure I you know like if you don't end up using all of it or whatever, I, I will gladly take it back. But as much yes. as you need. Um, of course, yes. I feel like we need at least one vial. You raised me well. Of course I took blood from it. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I didn't know if you forgot. I don't know. You've got a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and he puts, he has like a little holder for, um, vials on his desk, and he just puts the blood, um, in one of those. Um, and Oh, yeah. fuck, I still have my fey resin. Hmm? You want, I got resin that could contact him. Do you want that? Yes, that would be helpful. Yeah, it's not the only one I have, so um, I'm gonna... Yeah. I got I got a nail gun that might have goop on it. <laughs> That's about it. 
I forgot you. I was, I was dead. I died for a little bit when we were finding this guy. That's that's why I don't got much, you know, yes, blood or anything like that. Briefly. Oh no. Um. Well, that's unfortunate. Fine. You want well, me? Yeah. I'm. What? Do I want well, you? He, <laughs> well, he killed me. I don't know if there's anything weird about me now that you'd want to. Simmons. Simmons. No. You're all right. You don't need to go become an experiment. You're fine. <laughs> Alright, awesome. And also, you know, just so you know, if I want your soul, that's a bad thing. You've done a bad thing if I want it. So oh, oh, you wanna you wanna you wanna make sure that I don't want your soul. Okay. okay? Um <laughs> Well speaking of doing bad things. Algernon <laughs> I gonna... Oh, did you kill someone? I don't know. What what what, the, what are you talking about? I don't I'm not I'm not confession. I don't <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was just gonna say, um, there was a point in time where I might have given this fay. um, so I was raised, uh, in a, te- in a temple casino to Farron, a goddess, she's like my mom, uh, and she has a lot of kids that, uh, grew up and they're like my siblings, so I might have given one of my brother's feathers to this fey um a while ago and then all like five to eight months ago and everything started going downhill from there um i feel like that's important for you to note that is definitely important for me to note. do you remember which brother this was uh fuck benvolio i almost said montgomery that is my father <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin. No. <laughs> um. Yeah. You. You see. Like he pauses for a second. Um. And he reaches into. Um. <laughs> he reaches into a filing cabinet and like goes through some paperwork for a second just to like refresh his memory. Um. If you guys want to do a perception check, you can see if you can see what he's reading. That's gonna be a thirty. <laughs> well, I got a zero. So. <laughs> 30 and 0. What a beautiful combo to have. The two opposite ends of the spectrum. The autism spectrum. The autism spectrum. And I'm a solid 12 right in the middle. <laughs> nice middle ground. Yeah, it's it's not that hard to see. He's not necessarily trying to hide it or anything, but Simon, you're not able to see it. You're too lost in your mind palace. Um. <laughs> Uh, Algernon and Celeste, you're able to see that he is actually looking at old, um, old, like, political documents, uh, that's like newspaper stuff and, like, just vague things of, like, import from Celestia history, um, and you actually see that he, uh, has opened, um, the, basically, like, a news article talking about how, uh, Benvolio was, excommunicated for Celestia for the things he's done. Um, which you remember he told you guys about when uh, Kai went missing into uh, the Shadowfell. I don't remember that at all, but I'm <laughs> glad Celeste does. Yes, you I remember, remember that. that. He told okay, you that cool. he killed a bunch of people, and that's why he's no longer, that's why he's an Astamar, not a uh, actual angel. Oh. Because he's on probation. Funny. <laughs> Yeah. He's my best um, friend. 
Yeah, so like from from like this and just like you know your dad, he was probably like, oh, that name sounds familiar. Why does that sound familiar? And went back through his uh, political machinations of uh, Celestia uh, folder, and it's like, ah, oh, yes, this boy. I remember this boy. Um, he's a good boy. He is a good boy. Um, but yeah, he's like, all right. Um, well, that's also good to know. We will see if people. Um, from Farron's court will come down part of the emissaries then. Um, that's good to know. Um, trying to think if we have any other information at the moment that I can give you. Um, yeah, um, also to the the thing about the creatures that emerge from this, it's not like they are coming from another plane. It's more like they are bond from this nothingness. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we haven't... If, if, if it gets deemed safe, we are going to try and do tests on the material that appears when the plane rips, but for right now, it is too risky to you know, get close to it, so right. I certainly want to mess with that. I got a thought. I this mean, is the place, I, this I, is the place I, for them. Yeah, I have a familiar. I can put make his senses my senses, and then if he dies, he just goes in a little pocket, and I can bring him back, so I could put my little guy into the void. Are you... All right, with the implications that it might eat that spell from you, and you'll never be able to cast it again. Hello. It's eating away at the magical reality of a plane. I don't know why you think it wouldn't eat away at your magic. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't think about the fact that I it, it, it would just control all delete red pages from my spell book. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know what it can do, but I'm going towards the side okay. of caution. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, 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 okay. Riddle me this, riddle me this, riddle me this. If it if it takes it from my wizard spellbook, what if I relearn it but through my warlock pact? Could that could that bypass? Could I could I hack my way back into familiar having? I don't know. I, I'd be willing to test that hypothesis. I would be willing in the name of science, I would be willing to test that hypothesis. If you want to put your well-being on the line, I'm sure... Oh, well, why do you have to phrase it like that? Because now if I continue to say yes, Algernon's going to be real upset. But that's what you are doing. You're putting your magic in the mouth of an alligator and asking it not to bite. I listen. I this was this was me thinking that I was being a a, a good boy and not putting myself on the line because initially, maybe like a, a couple months ago, I would have said put me in the portal, and I thought I was I thought this was going to be like a better version of that. <laughs> and we we are proud of you for the progress you've made. Thank you. Yes, extremely. Uh, but <laughs> Celeste, Algernon, what is? Your passive perception. 22. Uh, 15. He makes a note on his papers that says, you know what? See if Lynn has any openings for this file, for this quarter. Um. <laughs> no, no. 
Can I, can, uh, I, like, can I like make eye contact with my dad as, as he looks up from that note? Mm-hmm. I just, I'd make eye contact and just like nod a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just, he just nods back. Yeah. Um, and we, then he, he, he does. We all have a back. knowing look. He does turn back to you, Sim, and, um, and he, his expression has softened a little bit more. He's no longer fully just in business. Um, and he's like, son, I don't know how to tell you this, but your magic is an extension of your being. Damn. <laughs> it's not just a tool. It's, I mean, it is a tool, but it's a tool in the same way that your hands are. I think, unless, do we have any contraptions down here? Do cameras exist upstairs, right? <laughs> yes. Your sending stones upstairs? have cameras. <laughs> Are you describing the material plane as yes, upstairs? He is. <laughs> yes, he I is. hate that. I think it's really fun. You have a sending stone, mm-hmm. uh, you, which has a camera. Yeah, right, right, right. Okay, do you have anything with like cameras down here? Like maybe we we send like a little a little thing with a camera in there that's not alive and connected to my magic. Is that an option? We have cameras, but we don't have anything that we can sent down that won't be magical. If you can make a contraption, but I, I, I didn't I didn't think that was in your wheelhouse. It's, uh, I did I've I've made contraptions. I mean worst comes to worst, we can attach a camera to an arrow make, and I can shoot it in there. Make a persuasion <laughs> check with disadvantage. <laughs> I would like to say I just helped a little bit, so I feel like you it should did. be a flat roll. No, I just I Mm-mm. did something real stupid. I accept my disadvantage. Twelve. <laughs> you say you, you you say that I've made contraptions before, and and you you are looking at this man who is a very powerful man and knows a lot of things. And you have the recognition in his eyes that he knows what you made before and he knows what happened to it. <laughs> <laughs> he knows that you had a little bit of... We <laughs> all live in a yellow submarine. <laughs> a little bit of a millionaire, billionaire moment. Um, <laughs> not the billionaire moment. Uh... And he's like... I mean, I don't know how helpful it would be, but you are welcome to make it. <laughs> yeah. I just think that would be a waste of your time and energy. Yeah, yeah, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> it, I'm frustratingly so. It sounds like perhaps the best we can do at the moment is wait, is wait for you know everyone to be gathered in the same place so we can share information and things like that and you know we can we can try to learn about it as much as we can in the meantime but um i don't think that taking big swings like that is really the best idea and i don't like that at all because i'd like to get started on something um but it might be our or only option. Unfortunately, my dear, you are correct. We don't really have any other thing to do but to wait. Um, but we're not waiting and idling. Uh, you all need to, well, unless you already have training in uh, you know, proper etiquette for the ball, um, 
but your friends do not. Um, <laughs> so we do have to go through that just so, you know, no, nothing happens. I no, I know that. They need help. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and then maybe if you, you can sit in for like the first one, just, you know, get a little bit of a refresher. I'm sure you already remember it all, but make your friends a little bit more comfortable. And then I think it'd be good for us to have some more one-on-ones because um, we're going to be dealing more with the political aspect of all of this. So, actually, you might have to meet with Arias because he... I'm, I'm not coming with you all um, to oh. the mall. I'm going to stay here to make sure nothing bad happens to our circle while, um, while the meeting at the Night Circle is going down. Um, it's standard protocol throughout all of the planes, uh, all of the plane at the moment. Um, most of the second-in-commands are staying behind so the lords themselves can go. Of course, yes. Celeste um, but- looks like, like <laughs> visibly disheartened, but she's trying so hard not to show it. Because yeah. she's still trying to be in like professional business mode. I was like, oh my dad's not coming. Yeah, he, he's like, see, like he's also a little bit upset that he's not able to go, but he understands Aww. the reasons why he cannot. Um, mostly yeah. because he he knows that he knows that Arias <laughs> get like he doesn't get like anxious, but like he gets awkward when he's alone. <laughs> so Aww. like he says stuff God. that's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to make sure, I'm going to be running around making sure that everyone is not making a fool of themselves. <laughs> a little bit, but he'll be fine. That's why, that's why you two are, that's why he's basically going to have you meet with him so that you guys could be a united front on this one. Perfect. You also know just from like the way the politics of hell works, your voice is a little bit more powerful than even Asheroth's voice because you are the direct inheritor of uh, yeah. the fourth circle. So it, it is a strategic move to send you instead of him. No, that makes sense. Yeah. So let's just like it. Baby girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm yeah, sorry, and... did someone say you're also baby girl? Yeah, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> you are also baby, baby girl. girl. Everyone loves you. Also, mm-hmm. that's so true. Actually, yeah, no, they do love me here. Except for Charles, but Charles is a dick. Okay, well, hey, I'm no one likes Charles. Charles, who the fuck is Charles? I've heard that name once, but now already. Yeah, I will. We'll, we'll get. We'll get into uh, that. If you guys don't have any other you, questions, you heard the name Charles when he was like. There was a there was a fucking void for three months, and Charles didn't tell us about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck is this Charles guy? Uh, <laughs> nobody likes Charles. You'll meet him. <laughs> yeah. He's not the hot dilf, right? Please. No. Okay, good. Charles <laughs> no. would never be a dilf. No, he's not a dilf. He's a little shit. Um. But yeah, uh, if if you guys don't have any other questions for him, he is he's. All right, to send you all. Nothing now. Simmons, Simmons being confronted with the reality of having to do. Um, um, so true. Um, etiquette, etiquette lessons. Etiquette. I see. All right. Um, those will probably start tomorrow because it is like nighttime. You just had dinner. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, as as you guys are kind of heading out of his office, um, 
he you see he like writes down like some notes and then snaps his fingers and they like light a flame and disappear um Celeste, you would know this is how like your house kind of does like not sending but like more like message but they are physical written out um messages that kind of like appear in people's rooms that's so fun yeah they are you just told yeah. about what we did maybe you don't know what he did <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna love lynn she's the best <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna be standing that emoji <laughs> Yeah, um, and you guys can all uh, regroup together in uh, one of the common spaces, or if you guys want to have like a little sleepover moment, you can kind of have that and debrief. Uh, wherever you guys would like to go, you are free to go. Sleepover. Sleepover. Unless Celeste doesn't want to have a sleepover. No, I was like, if everybody wants to have a sleepover, we can have a sleepover in my room. Yay! Yippee! Can we have a sleepover in my room. <laughs> <laughs> Celeste's already given up on, uh, she was very much like, okay, we don't need to focus on this, but then they already were like, are you good? <laughs> so she's already like, whatever, yeah, come have a sleepover in my room, I guess. Just don't yeah. go through my stuff. 